0: everyone, it's Daniel Elwood and Robert Johnson. We are the Last Nighters and we are on the Launchpad Media where they're always launching new ideas in your direction. This is going to be episode 65 of the show. We're talking about a movie documentary called Behind the Curve. Uh, a few announcements before we get into this. Uh, just recently released is the Volcomic Voluntarist Origins two and we are the centerfold spread in that the last nighters is uh in the centerfold position so open total total facial nudity is seen in this sounds hot actually technically zero nudity because we are actually covered by face masks in our astronaut suits as we're floating in space around a glowing blue orb Propaganda. System, that is the Earth, the planet sir, Earth. Propaganda, sir. What are you working for NASA? Working for shilling for big NASA? That is what we're going to talk about tonight on this episode, Behind the Curve, which is a documentary about flat Earth people and uh, how popular it's been becoming again recently. Yeah. So we're going to get new, into truth that. tellers. Finally. Yeah, it's about time, right? The bleeding edge of truth of science and all the good stuff. So this is uh, episode 65, as I said, so you can find the show notes more at lastnighters.com 65. You can find it on thelaunchpadmedia.com and also our Patreon is at lastnighters.com Patreon. We have pre-show and post-show content a galore for your viewing pleasure. So let's get into the El Google Descriptione, which is how we normally kick these things off. If you're ready, Robert. Mm, hang on, just a second. Okay, yeah, go. All right, good, good. All right, here we go. Behind the Curve, 2018 documentary, one hour, thirty six minutes, six point five on the IMDb, hundred percent rock Tomatoes, sixty six. One hundred. Right, but only sixty six percent of Google users want no. like it. Well, those are trolls. They they could be. They could be. All right, here's the description. The internet has revived the conspiracy theory that the earth is flat, and America's flat earth movement appears to be growing despite hundreds of years of scientific evidence disproving the idea. The initial release was November 22nd, 2018 in Russia. Oh. Oh. This was made by Russian bots? Well, ac- according to the Mueller report, is that you say his name? Is it Mueller? Mueller? I don't know. How do you say it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, according to that report, there is no collusion with Russia. Uh, But this documentary is amazing. There are pure gold moments in it, such as when Patricia was talking about the dot, dot, dot. So that is a user review on the Google page here. And I didn't open the rest of it. Uh, So what are your thoughts so far, Robert? Well, finally, someone has the truth and the, the courage to come out with the
1: truth. And I really appreciate these people and their theories. The true science is finally being done. So um, although there was some propaganda in the film, I mean, as we all know, um, beyond the, the ice wall in Antarctica, there are a series of the, you know, there's the White Walkers and uh, the movie didn't go into that at all. And none of the people talked about the White Walkers. And we all know winter is coming and will be killing us all. So that was disappointing. But the rest of it was pretty much all true, I think.
0: But the wildlings are real, right? And the, the free man bomb beyond the wall? Yeah, yeah, that's all true. You the do documentary it. series uh, Game of Thrones on HBO, that, they talk about that. Right, and the final season of that's coming up, which should be exciting for, for a bunch of nerds out there. A bunch of truth tellers, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, so did I mention this is our April Fool's episode, by the way? So. No, you didn't. Well, I'm about to mention it. This is if our. to mention it. you going to mention it? I, 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 this is our April Fool's episode. You Just mention it. Now I am totally convinced by this documentary though. And uh our buddy Mike C says since NASA is essentially an extension of the military industrial complex, then the flat earth theory as a metaphor for them hiding the truth from the from us works for me as a metaphor. So that's some good commentary I think. Yeah. Well, in
1: all seriousness, watching this documentary was like watching kind of an alternate version of myself. Had I not kind of followed you down the primrose path towards, you know, incels, incel ability what, I don't know, whatever this club is that we're in together.
0: I, I I'm not in that club actually. I mean uh, No, this is the club
1: that you you were like, Hey Robert, come on, let's do it. It's gonna be a sweet, sweet club. There's no girls. Let's make towel it up. <laughs> anyway, but if I hadn't done that, I mean I remember, you know, you know, listening to a lot of like David Icke, listening to Alex Jones. And these are basically kind of similar kind of people. They're just very mistrustful of the government. I don't I can't can't imagine why government just tells truth and they're just looking for the truth now they discount even their own data are the results of their own experiments and the results of experiments of peer reviewed people that are you know experiments that are repeatable and have been repeated hundreds and thousands of times by people all over the globe i mean i'm sorry the disk the plane i don't know i'm triggered the, right now robert I get, I get terminology wrong sometimes i'm sorry but but they're just like these cute little teddy bear people that just you know don't trust You know, other people. And I thought it was hilarious how there's even like an elite, like too cool for school, kind of like, you know, rock star kind of guy who thinks
0: that everybody else is a CIA plant or whatever. This is my movement. I'm the guy who came up with this. No, you were born about 400 years too late to claim that or a thousand years too late or something, you know?
1: Right. But it reminds me of all the people that accuse like Alex Jones of being like COINTELPRO or controlled opposition, or whatever, because, you know, these people would never actually, I mean, they're not even taken seriously, enough to be even assumed to be a threat, but these people are not a threat in any kind of real, true sense of the word. They're just, like, happy people that want to know the truth, but in by wanting to know the truth, they believe some silly things. But 99% of the world believes in silly things, like, government is legitimate, and, Demar- I don't know, democracy. Yeah,
0: so, I, do, do the things that they believe... Are any sillier than the average status? I don't know. Yeah, and and mentioning that, you know, the whole um, conspiracy angle. And I mean, you and I both kind of went down that rabbit hole for a little while before we found the incel MGTOW Austrian economics uh, and said, yes, this is it. This is the real goodness right here. <laughs> yeah, this is the one. But uh, I mean, they, they even do that in the documentary where they're like, OK, this guy, the main guy, what's his name? Mark, something like that. The guy from Whidbey. Yeah, the guy from Whidbey Island. Uh, he was saying that he had gone through several progressions of, oh, I was into this for a while, and then I was into this. And like, yeah, this this whole like, um, you know, computer graphic type like bookshelf with all these little titles on it. And I noticed that several of the book titles in there are actually true things, like declassified actual things like um, MKUltra, uh, Operation Northwoods, um, the Global Warming Hoax was listed on there. So it's like yeah. they mix in like actual things but then label them as conspiracy to kind of color them as all of these are crazy out there weird you shouldn't believe in them or even question it kind of things like the the whole label of conspiracy theorist is not a hey let's engage in debate and have discussion about this it's meant to shut down it's meant to it's like the the soft you're a racist yeah it's meant to shut down and shame
1: like not only is this wrong and bad and dumb but it's yeah you're dumb for even entertaining the idea.
0: Right. And and to believe in um, what the government- Like, like
1: kind of gaslighting people.
0: Right, right. And, and to believe like the, the narrative of, like say, the 9-11 commission report. Uh, James Corbett has a great video on this. It's like eight minutes long. And he's like, if you believe this, 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 and this straight out of the report, then you might just be a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> because it's a hell of a conspiracy to have all of these events just happen to happen uh, as- you know, as outlined it in the uh, official report. In the official report, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'll post that on our show notes page at. Well, laptop. but the, but I mean, to be, to
1: be fair though, the uh, I mean, for the past two years, the mainstream media has been pushing this conspiracy theory of the whole Russia Trump collusion thing, which we just finally. kind of come out as bullshit. So, you know, conspiracy theories are popular and they're everywhere, but certain conspiracy theories are demonized and, you know, and while others are kind of like celebrated, just depends on what your perspective is, I suppose.
0: Right. And I don't think that you'll hear people call the Russiagate thing or whatever it's called a conspiracy per se, like like not in the same tinfoil hat sense where it's not where it's meant to like be like you're crazy, unless it's on partisan lines. Like the conservative media might say something like, "Oh, it's a conspiracy," but the the mainstream media. So I'm I'm sort of like the ones that, that are pushing of, it. You mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're not going to call it conspiracy,
1: right? Yeah. No, they're of course, well, it's, it's perfectly legitimate when they're doing it. Just like these flat earther people, I don't think they call it a conspiracy, do they? Or do they they call like NASA a conspiracy against it? Right,
0: right. And there's so much I want to like get into already um but uh the point about the um the mainstream media they're right now they're doubling down they're like well the the report's 300 pages we haven't looked at it all yet yeah yeah the, everybody's
1: that's what you do when you've been running with a narrative for two years you have to double down and triple down it's like smollett when he got called out for his bullshit he just no double down triple down quadruple down It's what
0: you do right, right yeah and and he's still saying oh i'm innocent of lying about it and i was attacked and all of these things and uh, there's all sorts of like shadiness going on even the even the mayor Rahm Emanuel, who never lets a crisis go to waste is still is is also like condemning him which is surprising right
1: yeah i mean when even a scumbag like emmanuel is calling you out maybe you really are a scumbag i don't know
0: yeah i was like that's pot calling the kettle black right there <laughs> yeah i don't know where yeah glass house is Rahm. you know what i'm saying does this man have no decency <laughs> look in the mirror dude but anyway um uh, what the fuck was I talking about? Um, oh, yeah, so so they're not going to uh, consider a conspiracy in the mainstream media, and they're going to double down. And we saw this also happen with the Covington stuff, even when uh, the longer, uncut edit unedited version of the video shows that the original narrative was totally off base totally incorrect people were still clinging to the idea that these kids must be racists because they're wearing a mega hat and because this one kid's face happens to look like a smirk well and i love
1: the 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 new defense i think that the new york times is going with in settling their defamation lawsuit uh, they're going with the well we're it it wasn't we weren't lying we're just really bad at our jobs (laughs) isn't that the greatest defense of all time and they're not wrong but they're kind of wrong. I don't know. This is the New York Times. It's a shit rag. Uh, no one expects any kind of like good reporting to come out of it, do you? It's mostly just propaganda and spin.
0: Um, yeah, one of the things I love seeing is like the Facebook ads for the New York Times or the Washington Post. Like the truth needs you or, you know, We're, we have integrity and we need your support, you know subscribe to us. And, and there's like a thousand comments and 99% of them are, you guys are shit bags, liars, terrible reporters. Um, there's a bunch of laugh reacts and all that stuff. And uh, it's great. And the Washington post one is like democracy dies in darkness. And I'm like, great. Let it, let it die in a dumpster fire. You know, like, Democracy is not a good thing. It's it's mob rule. It's imposing rules and leaders over others. I mean, yeah, you know, it's, it's it's yeah, it's
1: the the will of the majority at the expense of the minority. And the sooner people can get over it as this vaunted wonderful thing, the the better for humanity.
0: Indeed, I think that'll be a uh, significant improvement if people can get past this illusion that that is the uh, the idea of democracy. And and that also reminds me of how this mark guy talks about the eclipse later on he's like well that's just the uh projection that they're showing you because we're in this controlled dome truman show situation he even brought it up right he's like that is literally what's happening it's just much much bigger and so that begs the question though who made the dome the lizard people is it the lizards or the power elite you know,
1: it's it's just just the elite, just the like the corporate. Uh, one night they just built this giant dome, or was it like in Spaceballs where they surround it with a big ol, or no, it wasn't. That's not Spaceballs, is it? Was it uh, was that Futurama? What was the show where they come and they just clamp it down? No, it
0: was, I think that was a Zim Invader Zim.
1: Yeah, that was Invader Zim. Never mind. Well, I don't think you, they
0: have a, a sphere around it and they suck out the air with the Hoover. Statue. Yeah, but did you ever see Invader Zim?
1: No, I have not. Okay, it's a cartoon back in the day on like Nickelodeon or something. And it's about this invading, right? This invading space alien guy, and one day he's flying out, but he finds out that the the whole world, the sky, is a projection because the planet has been stolen by this like world destroying trucker race of people. It's awesome. Anyway, that's what that's
0: what's happening in this situation. Right now, there is a bit of a grain of like philosophical consideration here, and that is. Anyway, wait, wait. What happens when you shake up the snow globe? I mean, is that where the snow comes from? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's what earthquakes are, Robert. It's, it's, it's the, it's, is it too. God
1: shaking it up or the elite shaking it up? Or is it just like space Jesus? I don't know. You tell me.
0: Don't ask questions. Turtles all the way down. Is a turtle like shaking? Turtles okay. and tangerine juice, apparently. <laughs> okay. Anyway, sorry. What were you going to say? <laughs> I don't even know anymore. Um, what was the last thing I said? Let's rewind the tape. Mm, yeah, I don't know. Oh, man. You had something. You had something that I interrupted you. I had something, and it was going to go all the way down the turtles. Uh, Oh, it's Atlas shrugging, apparently. He's holding it. Oh, of course. Got the shakes or something. Um, Makes sense. Man, what was it? Oh, okay, yeah. So there's a a philosophical point of, of consideration here, and that is this. Like Plato's Cave, where you're only seeing the shadows on the wall and it's presented to you, and that's what you're raised in, that's all you know, how would you know any different? So let's say you are Truman and you're born in, in this environment. And it really is a projection and everything you see is is contrived and scripted and planned ahead. And and we saw this also in Dark City, right? Where we wouldn't really know any different if unless somebody been... was able to break out of the matrix or whatever. Right. If if, it, if And it were... that's what these people are, right? These are the truth tellers who are breaking out of the matrix and letting the telling the truth to everybody else. Yeah, I think that's that's how they view themselves. And there's also a corollary to us in our economic leanings. In feeling very similarly, like we're adherents to Austrian economics, and it's a very much maligned, uh, not accepted view of even though we win like every debate. That doesn't matter. (laughs) But you you get what I'm saying, right? Like they view themselves as that, uh, you know, the Gandhi progression first they laugh at you, then they something, something you, and then they fight you and then Then they fight you then you win right and there's a progression and and i know rothbard referenced it in some of his writings but uh, there was a guy who came up with this like progression of how scientific thought evolves it's not linear it's not uh, like the Whig theory of history where what came later must be better than what came before like whatever was in the past is no longer valid or good it's only the new stuff that matters because it's a constant progression in an accumulation of thought and accumulation of like better ideas and better theories when it's really more of a something is a breakthrough and at first it's maligned people don't believe it people think oh that can't possibly be true and then over time it finally becomes more accepted and then it becomes the mainstream view the main like this is what everyone now believes and it stagnates a bit and then the next thing comes along a generation or so later and it is similarly discounted uh, on the uh, initial concepts of it right and and it goes through this kind of cycle the stops and starts and there is information history is lost ideas, theories are lost. We lose knowledge over time. Things do go down the memory hole and get rediscovered later. And so it's not linear. And it's not something that um, just because it's new, it's good or better than what was in the past
1: right yeah that reminds me of the guy who had the theory on plate tectonics there were several competing theories at the time when they were trying to figure out how these animals got to different continents and i think one theory was like the land bridge theory that there used to be these bridges to all the different continents but the other guy had like the uh, plate tectonic theory but everybody just kind of like laughed at him for a long time and so yeah um knowledge fades Science comes in and out of fashion. Ideas come in and out of fashion, um, like Greek fire. We still don't know how to make Greek fire. But um, so you're kind of you're kind of giving this guy some sanity points then, right? Because that's kind of where he sits. He's saying that science hasn't been able to disprove him. He thought that he was just going to get destroyed, you know, in the first five minutes of purporting this theory. But he claims that he hasn't been.
0: I find that a little bit dubious, but I also think that people do view themselves in their own story like they're the star of the show they are the hero of their story they are the you know they're the underdog taking on the establishment or whatever and so i do give him like credit for that i don't think he's he's right unless i mean i'm gonna go full april fools and be like haha this, this is i believe it april fools but i just blew that so um i think that uh they have a and it's demonstrated in 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 the movie and and what you said earlier They have a very significant confirmation bias by what they believe, to where they don't even accept the results of their own experiments. Like they were like, "Okay, we have this very high-powered, very calibrated the gyroscope, 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 and super expensive, super expensive, and it's like high-end. And if the Earth were moving, it would move like this amount, like fifteen degrees shift per hour, right? Drift. And then we we ran our experiment, and there was this (laughs) fifteen-degree shift, and there's supposed to be something wrong with this thing." There's got to be something wrong. We got to put it, we got to encase it in something
1: that'll stop the, what was it? The like heaven rays that were coming down and interfering with their experiment?
0: Well, they first tried a Faraday cage, which I, I think eliminates any uh, radio wave, any, you know, anything really penetrating it. And then he was like, well, that wasn't strong enough. So we need something like with the heaven's gate kind of stuff. <laughs> you know, <laughs> We need some magical shit. Yeah, we need the magical shit. That's, <laughs> that's how we got to make this very expensive, very precise thing work different than how it would work if the earth were a globe. <laughs> well, and we've talked about this before, you know, that
1: confirmation bias, if you've made your living off of a certain thing, how much information would need to be presented to you in order for you to change your opinion when your entire livelihood is dependent upon it. Oh so yeah. Like, yeah. Like Alex Jones is like a paleo conservative guy and he's makes his bones that way. No matter how much, you know, anarchist thought libertarian thought really you give him, he's still going to push the conservative like constitution type stuff. Or this guy or, you know, any status, like if you talk to a cop and explain to him how immoral his job is and blah, blah, blah. Or this guy who now there's like a conference that they go to. He's got a podcast or a YouTube channel. I don't know how much money he's making, but he, apparently he's got like fame, at least, if not fortune. I don't know how much money he's making, but he seems to be doing OK. But everywhere he goes, he's just smiling and happy and getting recognized and being a celebrity guy. So I don't know. seems like a pretty good deal. I, I guess that's why, you know, televangelists are a thing and snake oil salesmen are a thing. And yeah, you got words. You got words to say on confirmation bias go for it i know you're just waiting for
0: saying go good to do it daniel do the thing that i do yeah because i got confirmation bias myself i mean it's a bit of like an echo chamber situation too and you see this in mainstream media and also in social networks now where people only fraternize with people who think similarly to them and so when they don't get exposed to anything outside of that uh very much then they think everyone must think the way that i think or my group thinks and then when they get exposed outside then uh, then like The other is like totally evil or has evil intent or purposes or are just plain stupid. Like, so you see this all the time now. And I think that is one contributing factor that maybe social media has with how divided people are becoming because we are able to hive off. And in a way, I think that's a good thing. We should be able to associate with people that we agree with. And I would like to do that in real life, you know, like covenant community style. Like I want to live with people who share similar values to me. Um, But back to the confirmation bias, just as a concept. Um, I think you were hitting on like someone who makes their bones about like being famous for or known for a specific thing. They're going to be very resistant to being able to change course. If everyone knows them, and they become famous for a certain thing. And then if they were to be convinced of something else, then there would be resistance to them flipping on that. Right. Right. They... Like like
1: Stefan Molyneux, when he kind of made his Trump move, that was a big kind of got a lot of pushback from, you know, his, like principled libertarian people.
0: I think well, rightly so. In that case. I mean, well, sure.
1: But to your point.
0: Right and then and then on a smaller scale um what's the old saying like you can't expect anyone to see anything that their their paycheck depends on them not seeing or something like that so like like you said in the in the local scale of it it's if your paycheck is depending on you believing this system or believing that your job is a good job or you know something that's righteous and something you should be doing then you're not going to see all the negatives associated with it you're not going to buy into that because it's your food on the table is, is at stake here. And and it's not even like a conscious thing. It's, it's just, it's going to be so outside of the realm of possibility that you won't even consider it. In fact, you might not even hear it
1: when you're right. Your mind would come up with some other excuse for why this data exists. Like, like, like when they were doing the experiment with the, uh, the whatever the, the thing
0: in the water on the canal,
1: the compass, well, they're, they're doing the compass thing. And they are like, well, there's gotta be some sort of interference in our experiment. Like we've never seen this interference before, but it's gotta be there. Cause there's no other explanation because we know we're not on a globe. So yeah, your brain, I don't even, I don't think it's like a malicious thing. I think it's definitely a, a thing that the brain does to maintain a level of sanity because otherwise you're going to have a, like a psychological break.
0: Yeah. I mean, is this, is this like a, a form of cognitive dissonance? Is, it's a blind spot to protect the ego. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What
1: did you think? What did you think of this? The people in this documentary? I, I thought they were super adorable. Like I was there's like a love story going on there. And I was kind of like rooting for the love story. And, you know, they reminded me of a lot of people around here because there's a lot of like well-meaning hippie types, especially on the islands of Puget Sound.
0: Yeah, and and where that guy is, South Whitby. I mean, if you're not local to here, I mean, it's kind of known for <laughs> kind of out there folk.
1: Yeah, it's, it's where
0: the weirdos go to live. And that's totally
1: cool. And they're totally happy. That's what you're going to do. But I'm just, you know, these are, I thought they were just adorable people. Even if they believe silly things, I, you know, God bless them. You go and do you. Right. And, and oh, go ahead. No, well, at the, at, the, at the end of the day, their main
0: motivation is distrust in what they're being told. And I can't blame them for that. Right, right. And, and back to that confirmation bias thing, they're finding a community as a result of this. And it's, it's sort of built upon, you know, this distrust of what the government tells you. And, and I share that. Like, I don't believe anything they tell me. And that's a George Carlin quote, you know, like, <laughs> what, what's the first rule? Don't believe anything the government tells you. Um, so they have that sort of, um, common enemy type situation that brings them together and they found a sense of community, which I think is also one of the factors that goes into like, say cults, you know, like it becomes your community and it becomes your identity. And so breaking free from that becomes very, very difficult.
1: Right. It comes it, at some point, you know, probably the belief system kind of attracts you to a cult and, but then it really becomes about the family and the community and the, the beliefs almost kind of become secondary. And it's more just about having that
0: family experience. Right. Now, yeah, back to the people you were talking about. Um, the, uh, so South Whidbey, it is, it is an area where sort of the weirder types end up and also in the San Juan Islands around here. Um, and in South Whidbey, there's a town called Freeland. And the, the, the name of the town is because it was a commune. 150 years ago or whenever it was where it literally was free land like it was this commune that lasted a certain amount of time and then of course it failed because that's kind of what they do and that i think is why that area is still kind of attracted attractive or attracted by attracted to by those types of people yeah 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 i'm saying words
1: you are saying words daniel you're doing a good job of it But uh, yeah, the San Juan Islands are kind of notorious for attracting, you know, alternative lifestyle type people. Not to say that there aren't a whole bunch of like normies that live there, but like, you know, the, you know this, but the one time I got invited out to this like religious retreat where I found out all these interesting facts, like the the moon is fake and it was made by the lizard people to make women menstruate once a month to keep them down and oppress them and all kinds of fun facts, which I finally found the notes for, I took. I took, I you know, while I was there for this like, like two day retreat, I was furiously scribbling notes that of quotes that she said, and um, they disappeared, but I refound them. And uh, maybe, maybe we, someday we could go through them and like come up and like talk about some of the funnier ones, but um, I'm not going to go through them now. I just, just, just recently found them.
0: I so think that, anyway. that would be a great uh, Patreon bonus content right there.
1: There you go. Perfect. But that was out on um, Orcas
0: Island, one of the Whidbey Islands, so, or the uh, San Juans. Okay. All right. So, um, oh man, I had something brilliant to say, and and I just lost it, and uh, I feel terrible now. Um, oh, uh, so the moon, you said that the moon was oppressing women by making them menstruate. So the man in the moon is the original patriarch. Yeah, everybody knows that, even though he's made of cheese and he's a projection on a screen.
1: Yeah, see, that's the, see, the problem is, is that the competing wacko conspiracy theories kind of co- conflict with each other. So if it's, it's it's a fake moon, well, of course it's a fake moon, it's a projection. But if it's a projection, how is it making women menstruate? Because there's no gravitational pull, because gravity doesn't exist. Gravity is just made up BS, right? Even though we're all like, kind of like walking around on the, the disc, why are we all walking around on the disc?
0: And that there's gets, tides and, and whatnot. Yeah, well, I don't know why that all happens. Yeah, and, and how would Ben Franklin making the Farmer's Almanac like know the height and and however you know whatever the other term is like how high the tide comes in and how far it goes out i think he was it, a lizard man wasn't he the exact time it would happen and uh, there's also other other things that are in there like um like when the the moon the phases of the moon are and like even the aztecs and uh ancient peoples knew when certain celestial events were going to happen like how would they know all of these things unless it's all in this intricate like algorithmic projection system that's far advanced technology to anything we have today well you know technology is lost daniel like you were
1: just saying i'm using your own words against you so way back in the day back like 100,000 years ago technology was better was probably the atlantean technology is probably what happened and they built this giant uh dome thing although why they did
0: i and what was here before it was well that's what dark city is telling us they're the lobster dudes coming down, taking over the dead people like vampire zombies.
1: Is it a projection screen or is it like an LCD screen? And if so, is there are there like panels, and they
0: got a lot of like workmen to go up and like replace them every once in a while? Have you ever been on the beach and like picked up a grain of sand and were like, "What if there were entire worlds in this grain of sand?" You ever think about that kind of thing? So what if what if this entire disc dome structure we are residing on right now is like Dark City, but on a scale of to where it's that projection dome thing you see in the Jetsons and George Jetson and Jane and Elroy and uh, whatever the rust of buckets uh, made is called is looking down on us right now, laughing. Rosie, Rosie. Yeah, Rosie. Rosie, the riveted looking down <laughs> on us right now in the in their frickin dome on their little uh you know plasma so this is a tv show is what you're saying like in south park this is a tv show or no not
1: south park uh rick and morty and someone's gonna have to get swifty. yeah we're yeah. like
0: 14 different di- dimensions i'm fucking pickle rick i mean come on here all right we are we're way off the rails here uh so there are no to...
1: rails this is this is all about crazy people
0: we're we're finding the curve where is the curvature um All right. So we were talking about people in this documentary. There is one person in the documentary who's an astrophysicist um, woman, nose ring, purple haired. And I had to ask, is she the one who piloted the starship in The Last Jedi into the Dreadnought?
1: Yeah, she's the one. Yeah, so I'm. I was surprised to see her. They must have filmed that one after they filmed this, because you know, obviously she's dead dead now.
0: Or is she? No, she's dead. No,
1: she. We saw her blow up in that documentary Star Wars
0: movie. We did see that. Yes. Star Wars documentary and and the the evil capitalist casino and the animal cruelty, (laughs) in the entire waste of a second act in that film. Anyway. Um, uh, another thing I wanted to bring up is I think Mark says this whole thing is going to flip. Now, when he says that, does he mean that the disc itself is going to flip? And is he sort of speaking as if he's a congressman from somewhere talking about Guam?
1: <laughs> I think I, I want it to be that we're all of a sudden going to find ourselves in the bowl and we're all going to be squished together in the bowl. <laughs> hey, you know, then you can pretty much cop all kinds of feels. Ladies can't stop you. Um, No, I think he means that the perspective on the flat earth is going to flip. They're going to reach that tipping point and all of a sudden the truth is going to come out and the majority of people are going to believe the truth that the world is a snow globe.
0: OK, so the progression of science, like we were talking about earlier, it, the consensus, not that that's really scientific, but is going to flip to where people are going to believe this is the prominent theory or the accepted theory. Well, that's just funny. I mean, you could
1: come up with any kind of batshit thing and then go, hey, they laughed at Magellan or they laughed at Columbus or they laughed at, you know, name the scientist or whoever guy that believed a thing that wasn't the prevailing idea. Uh, it gives credence to your claims. But you you saw the part in the movie where they were at the, um, the conference and it just reminded me of even, even the few times, maybe even us like the candles in the dark thing, where you know you're around a bunch of like-minded people, which is great. But then there's that one guy who's like a little bit off, you know, and you're like, okay, all right. There's one in every group. But in this group, there's like all of them. These are all those guys. And they're all like, you know, everybody has a competing conspiracy theory to explain every little last thing in the world that they don't quite understand. And they all conflict. And it's just, I don't see it ever really growing, you know, like as a movement because they're all such individualists. They, they happen to be held together right now by this one common belief, but they, all, they don't agree on, you know, they, they each think
0: the other person could be a secret alien space Nazi person or whatever. Right. Yeah. And, and they've already, they talk about how there's all these different factions of who believes what, you know, is it, is a dome or is it, um, is there the infinite no- plane? The infinite planers. Yeah, baby. Right. And we see this in libertarian circles too, like all this fractioning and, and factioning, you know, the segmenting. And I mean, it, it, it blows my mind because like it should be very simple.
1: <laughs> right. But we're talking about intellectual movements. Intellectual movements are by their very nature, not, you know, cohesive, powerful movements necessarily. Like I guess I guess you know like Bolshevism and the Marxism was like a, an intellectual movement to start, but they quickly realized that they had to get control of government in order for it to be like a force. It couldn't just be like a book club. But if you're just a purely intellectual movement, kind of like libertarianism is, or these flat earthers are, I really you know it's it, you actually you have to actually convince people. You can't use the the machine of. Nationalism and patriotism, and you know, or religion, or you know, these things, these ingrained cultural movements and ideas and powers that can really push uh, an ideology or an idea into the mainstream.
0: Interesting. I want to respond to that, but I'm not sure exactly how. Okay, you think about it. You think about it. All right. Well, can can we go to the Matt guy who thinks he originated this stuff? Because okay, but you feel free to push back on anything I just said anytime. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to throw down. All right, I'm we'll throw it down. Maybe, maybe in the Kathleen Turner dive available for our Patreon supporters at lastnight.com slash Patreon. Right. Right. Um, so the, the Matt guy, who, who's he's the rock star dude. He's like, I'm so cool that I don't take meetings and I don't need to. Dude, he's a freaking awesome prima donna. So smart. You're whatever. And I'm not going to go. <laughs> I'm not going to legitimize your conference by attending. Even You're though, all in the CIA, you sons of bitches. <laughs> even though I'm butthurt that you didn't invite me. Uh, but that guy, he says he came up with this whole thing, but as far as I know, and I mean, yeah, I was educated in public schools, but I thought that the prevailing theory for a thousand years was the earth was flat. So, I mean, where's this guy coming from?
1: I'm guessing he's taking credit for the modern revitalization. I would assume is what he's trying to say, but I I could be wrong.
0: Now you mentioned that, that you don't see this going very far, but I think it's already gone very far. I mean, there's this documentary about it and they have, and it's become very popular. Their YouTube videos get millions of views and there's thousands of these videos. And I'll add one more comment and then you can stick your big nose in here. Um, Even prominent NBA players have talked about the platter theory and how they believe it. I mean, it's, it's those intellectual giant NBA players. I know it's true. But, but my point is they have a big following, you know, it's, it's out there in, in the, in the culture, in the common culture. It's true. It's very true. Um,
1: I wonder, you know, if you took any kind of, in, any kind of idea, any idea and took a cross section of who believed that you'd get a, a wide swath of, of humanity. Um, I think it is funny though. I mean this this there are probably more flat earthers than there are ancaps in the world. And I don't know maybe maybe not libertarians yet, but maybe soon.
0: There's something seductive about it. Especially when you got the truth on your side, you son of a bitch. Maybe that's our next target is to get flat earthers to come to the one true faith of economics <laughs> <laughs> and political philosophy. Yeah, I, I
1: be a tough sell but it's possible
0: all right so did you catch uh alex jones on joe rogan yeah yeah sure did Did... i didn't see the whole thing but i caught a bunch of it i got the part where he said he's retarded which is hilarious right and and i only saw snippets of it but um i saw something that said like they purposely had someone else on there to be antagonistic towards him promoting a, a conspiracy theory such as flat earth and yeah that's Eddie bravo okay so this this literally was the discussion, right? Like this this one guy is like, I'm a flat earther and Alex mm. Jones, you're the biggest, most known conspiracy theorist in the world. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know if Bravo is there to push flat
1: earth. I know Bravo was there to poke pretty much poke the bear of Alex Jones to try to get him to go off on whatever to try and defend his ideas and whatnot. I don't I didn't I didn't watch I guess I should have watched the whole thing but I just didn't. It's freaking like 4 hours even though
0: it's like super super funny and entertaining but the excerpts and memes are better. Anyway, yeah. and and Jones does flip out, I mean constantly, but I mean if you've seen him more than a dozen times you you're kind of immune to it.
1: Yeah. Um, I see Jones as more of kind of an actor kind of guy he 's the guy that always claims to have the documents, but he 'll never actually show you the documents the only The only thing he ever show- points to are just like headlines of like news articles he prints off the internet so right, he 's got the documents, but he 's got the documents yeah i've heard that one for many times Jones um but you know Bravo is a kind of a notorious conspiracy theorist he 's always the one kind of pushing to talk about you know he'll talk about nine eleven but he 'll also talk about the moon landing or JFK or just any number of things and I think he was trying to get Jones because he's always been a a big fan of Jones but I guess lately he's been a little bit upset with Jones maybe going back on some of the things he said in the past I don't know I don't know. Okay. I don't don't know. What do you think? I I think it's hilarious that, you know, Alex Jones goes on Joe Rogan and it's one of the biggest shows in the world, like way bigger than any like single mainstream media outlet. I think it's like tens of millions of views and that's just muse. That's not like MP3 downloads for the podcast. There's huge, there's, and this is after Jones was deplatformed, right? Yeah. yeah, Clearly for a while. So the, the Streisand effect is in effect people are like you you got rid of this guy what's he saying that is so dangerous you know i mean he must, he must be saying something interesting or something true but also when he goes on there like the mainstream media like pitches a little hissy fit and goes you know joe rogan why are you you know giving this guy a platform why are you giving him a chance to speak you know cuz he's such a dangerous human being or blah 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 whatever
0: um, we, i think it, do they equate him as a um, nazi or white supremacist these days um i think
1: the the blue check marks from what I see, mostly just get upset that he's a dangerous person. Mostly they were upset with the, um, the, the Sandy, Sandy Hook thing. And yeah. The news thing. Yeah, him saying that you know, Sandy Hook was a staged event um, was what really kind of upset them. Now, I don't, of course, I don't give a shit whether you think Sandy Hook was a staged event or whether he says Sandy Hook was a staged event. I don't I don't understand how that's a dangerous thing to say. So what? A lot of people believe a lot of things that aren't true. What yeah. We're all
0: responsible for our own ideas and i mean and and if it happened and i I don't know i wasn't there it's a terrible thing but it's no justification for disarming people yeah yeah
1: yeah i was watching uh have you seen uh, a lot of keith knight recently
0: i've been watching quite a few of his videos he's been killing it He, he he tends to throw a lot of amazing arguments he packs them into these little videos yeah he's uh he's working with pat at liberty weekly now and they're they're doing shows together and and also like individual stuff but he is he's great he's like a fire hose and he's like very rapid fire yes
1: you need to well i need to like pause his video and contemplate you know some brilliant thing he just said because it's another brilliant argument that i had never considered before so i recommend anybody who's interested in the things we talk about to check out keith Knight's don't tread on anyone youtube channel all
0: right we'll post that on the show notes page so i mean robert and i we, we have the occasional argument that we slap together with some duct tape and glue uh but keith is uh He's on the ball on this stuff. I think I think he's he's made it his mission to hone these arguments.
1: Yeah, and he'll destroy arguments. He'll be hitting things from so many he'll just provide so many great arguments in a short time that he just completely obliterates them. It's fantastic. So keep
0: up the good work, Keith. All right, good job, Keith. And we should have him on sometime actually. I think that'd be fun. Probably would be. All right, so Let's um, we, we need to start probably winding this down a little bit. But mm. there was one comment that I thought was pretty interesting. Oh, yeah. And that was the whole um, the, the woman who's the love interest. And they're like, well, her, her initials are CIA or something. And so that confirms that she is confirmed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Illuminati or whatever. And she's like, do you really think the government's that stupid to do something like that? I'm like, yeah, maybe not (laughs) that. They're really dumb about most things, you know, and really. Well, it's just like her, her name ended in CIA, right? It was like
1: Patricia or Alicia or something.
0: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's the thing that people are queuing on as if, as if there's gonna be these breadcrumbs.
1: Yeah. And you know, those weird, weird
0: weird female names
1: like Alicia or Patricia or whatever her name was. It's like, it's the only, the only, the only explanation. CIA. Right. I love it.
0: I don't think they're stupid enough to do that, but I think that they are stupid enough to do plenty of other dumb, ruinous crap, for sure. And they will hide things in plain sight because they don't give a shit. I mean, they're a monopoly. What do they care? Yeah, there's there's so, yeah. really no consequence, like, which is something we talked about in, in our pre-show. Um, which you know, I think consequences and and bearing responsibility for your actions and having individual responsibility is a big deal, and it's a way to temper behavior, and it's a market-based response, and it's you know, it's all good things. Um, one other thing i wrote in my notes and this goes way way back to my grade school in days where we talked about there was this question posed in the class so like all right think of a bowling ball a very smooth bowling ball and then think of the earth now if you could do either of these two things make that bowling ball the size of the earth or shrink the earth down to the size of the bowling ball which one do you think would be smoother to your touch um i assume you're trying to get me to say the earth would be smoother that is the correct answer per my public education because they basically said, all right, take the highest mountain, Himalaya or uh, Mount Everest, and the deepest trench, Mariana's Trench. And the, the spread is like, what is it? 60,000, 70,000 feet, something like that. I'm, I'm sort of pulling numbers out of my ass here. But then if you were to compare that same difference on a bowling ball, the, the differences, even on a smooth ball, would be far greater than that proportionally. Wow. So you're no. saying that the earth was manufactured? By precision German
1: engineering ah uh, now it makes sense we're bringing back to the nazis <laughs> so the earth was manufactured in 1940 1930s probably before the war by mercedes-benz
0: bmw i don't know probably probably yeah. one of those one of those it's probably a joint effort all right so let's talk a little economics here because there is a guy manufacturing things for sale for a market and he makes this badass wooden motorbike with like an ipad control panel
1: it's electric right
0: yeah it's fully electric and it's uh, got it's very torquey apparently um, like the uh, the one in um, Elastigirl's bike, which my kids love. They want an Elastigirl bike, even though they she don't understand. does it. Understand? Badass. I mean, you'd need to have her powers in order to make it work like she does. But otherwise, yeah. it would rip you in half. But <laughs> but this guy was making these um, model like clocks, model scale models of of this uh, flat Earth with the domes and the sides and the the ice and all that stuff, and like the precise movement of the sun and the moon in relation to each other, painstakingly handcrafted. And I think he, he had he he had numbered them, I think. And he was in like the thirties or forties when he was demonstrating them. But I mean, the amount of time he spent making these things. I mean, what do you think he would have to sell them for to like make it worth his while? I mean, yeah, value subjective, but my my word hundreds right. at least, yeah. I mean,
1: you're not selling them for like under hundred bucks. There's no way. You're just not making enough money.
0: But even yeah. if he sold all forty of them for for five hundred dollars, I mean, that's still not worth the thousands of hours he put into those right it's not a living yeah. wage man it's like below minimum wage yeah it's below minimum wage but it's a labor of love
1: i think all those guys are you know they they made a big deal out of that documentary being about the community and the happiness like a couple of guys were like man i lost my family about this i lost my friends but i got these new friends and i'm a happy guy blah blah blah. i mean happened I to me it's, with, with this it train stuff yeah see yeah There's a a lot in common with these guys.
0: Yeah. And I hope that we're not like the fringe crazy people in real life. Like I think that these flat earth guys are are fringe crazy and like legit fringe crazy. Like, like you were saying earlier, the old Magellan, everyone thought he was crazy and whatever. Yeah. There's those one in a million examples where it worked out, but there's the nine 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 of where you, you are really cr- a crazy person. Um, well,
1: you know, kind of like how we fit in with normal society if you don't happen to be talking about politics or economics. I think these people fit in with normal society if you're just not talking about the globe. Like, I'm sure you could have a normal conversation with them about anything else, like just like anybody else.
0: Yeah. I've got but real- are we, are I've we got fringe like
1: they are? God, I hope not. I mean, we're more fringe, but I think our views are more grounded. They better be. I mean, They'd we're right be. about everything, right? I mean, yeah. they believe they're right about
0: everything, but we're really right about everything, right? See, and that's the conundrum. <laughs> it's like this self-fulfilling thing, but uh, I've got this great meme uh, related to the uh, pretending to be a normal person. Um, it's a guy reading a book and it says, "Okay, wait a minute, wait, I thought of one to fit in with normal society. Okay. Hey, wait, wait, wait. I
1: thought of one way we're different. Okay. We're willing to accept new reason and evidence, right? And they were not, they were discounting The results of their own experiments
0: but they didn't see it as that they they even said that they would accept the 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 results oh they said that but then when it came to it they're like oh it must be wrong so you know like how can you trust yourself if you're so invested in that way and and i view a lot of um scientific inquiry this way too and i'm no scientist but I think that there is a lot of, um, and it's not intended to be this way. It's not supposed to be, uh, a preconceived, like I'm looking for this result. Therefore I'm going to do this, this, and this it's supposed to be. Right. A lot of studies actually do find the thing they were looking to find. Right. And, and especially when, when you get into economics and in the mainstream. And sociology. Yeah, for sure. Right. And, and they're, they're trying to divine theory out of statistics or uh, experimentation that they've been doing. Anyway, um, Yeah, I I hope we're not uh, in that same circle, but you wouldn't really know if you are back to, you know, Plato's like cave, right? Like maybe we are in that dark city dome.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we are, Daniel. We'll have to think about this one. See if we actually are. Is there some experiment we could do that would prove whether we are or not? Does it involve going into a California trench? (laughs) See, maybe their system is better than ours, because they could actually
0: go into a trench and prove whether they're right or not. Yeah, let's talk about that before, before we wind down. So the final um, test they do is this uh, canal, and I assume that means that the water level is consistent, right? Yeah, I'd assume. For a distance long enough to be able to see if there is a, I guess it would appear lower on the horizon, because it would be over the crest of the curvature.
1: Well, they had yeah, two poles- at either end and then one pole in the middle and so then if the the light hit all three poles at the exact same height they would know they're on a flat earth but if there was variation they'd know there's a curvature right initially they couldn't
0: focus it enough right it's like but a shotgun right but then by the end they they redid it with like kind of a different way of doing it maybe a hole in the middle one a pinhole yeah they were it, shooting it through a pinhole and then that would yeah that'd make it so it wouldn't be scatter shot. right and and they ended a little bit ambiguously at least for me i didn't quite catch it but it seemed to say that oh it's way higher like oh i can't see it oh raise it up higher 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 and then they raised it up 3 or 4 feet and then it caught the light right therefore demonstrating that there was a curve exactly and then they go hmm that's
1: interesting and you wonder what 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 roll outside credits. theory is going to come in to
0: explain that curve hmm. right but it literally roll credits right then right like they don't they don't let that sit and uh, uh, analyze it at all it's just like that's the end that's it make up your own minds
1: I don't know. I thought it was a fun movie. I I recommend it to anybody. Um, I, I think it's an interesting look into human psychology and it probably reflects some of our own. You can you can see yourself in it. I don't, depending on, no matter what you believe, I think you can see some of, some of
0: yourself in it. Right. And this almost sounds like summary and review time. But before we get to that, I did want to mention that I did see a Facebook video of guys on the equator in Africa having tourists come and they would like demonstrate to them the the different swirl direction that water would go down a drain on the Northern hemisphere versus the Southern hemisphere. And then what happens directly on the equator.
1: Oh, how it like shoots straight down. Yeah.
0: So they would, uh, they would have these funnels and they would pour water in and on the north, it would spin clockwise or whatever. They put like a flower in there and it would like spin down. Then they went to the south side and it would spin the other direction, right? Because that's like, you know, in New Zealand and Australia, it's, everyone knows Crocodile Dundee's water goes down the op- opposite way. And then at the equator, it goes straight down. Just no, no Coriolis effect or whatever it's called. And the, the thing gets sucked right down. Now, my question is in that video, he's using three different funnels, one showing the direction on each, right? And do you think it's possible that you could doctor the funnel to get the desired effect? And so to really demonstrate the difference, he should be using the exact same funnel in all three locations. Probably. I I don't think you can doctor a funnel to make
1: the water swirl a different direction what if
0: you rifled the spout and then the opposite you know like corkscrew and then nothing down the middle one because they were three distinct and marked differently funnels sounds like something you could do yourself
1: i don't know i don't know man i it's been a long time since i was in science class so i can't really can't really speak to that but there if you have more to say on that let's do it but i do want to get to the fact that it, the latest news, remember there was the guy that was shooting himself up in a rocket? It was a flat Earth guy who was trying to launch himself in, into orbit, right? Remember this in the news? It was not too long ago. Vaguely familiar. Okay, well, I think it was like last summer. Anyway, there was a bunch of delays, and he, I don't think he ended up doing it. But the latest thing is that there is an Antarctic expedition planned for these flat Earth guys, by these flat Earth guys. So we're to they're going to get to the wall in Antarctica, and they're going to climb over it, and they're going to get instantly murdered by uh, White Walkers. It's going to be awesome. Or The Thing. The Thing might get them, too. You never know.
0: And Kurt Russell's going to go down there, fly his helicopter down there, badass style. Set him on fire. It's going to be sweet. Yeah, Wilford Brimley will be there. It'll be great. He'll make some oatmeal. I don't know. And then the penguins are going to be dancing. I don't know. That's, that's what happens in Antarctica. Yeah, happy feet. <laughs> All right. Well, I, th- I, think, I think we've beat this horse to death on the, uh, behind the curve. Uh, let's get into your final summary review, Robert. Okay. Well, this is a great film. It's on
1: Netflix. Go check it out. I mean, if you already are a subscriber and for the entertainment value, I don't know why you wouldn't be, especially if you're listening to this show. Um, it's, it's a short film, but it is fairly well made. I would say that the main draw for me is just to watch the human oddity character study stuff. I mean, it's all just these interesting personalities believing this kooky stuff. And, you know, you could probably just turn on the news to get that same kind of effect. But here it's a little more benign. Uh, These people aren't really, I mean, some of them have an agenda, you know, they're, they're making money off it, but they seem to be genuine believers for the most part. I mean, you know, I look at most of the world and go, well, how can you believe that crap? Or you're just faking it and you don't really believe it. You're just pushing a thing. You're trying to sell something. Um, And this is an example of that. But this is a, I don't know. They just seem like teddy bears to me. They didn't seem like they were out to hurt anybody. They were just like they were after the truth. They knew they were being lied to. They didn't, they weren't sure what the truth was, but they knew they're being lied to. And I can, I can sympathize with that big time. So I really liked this movie. I thought it was a sympathetic view. I didn't think it like demonized the people. Um, Even though I guess some of the people were upset by the way they were portrayed. I, the, uh, I think the, the, um, the diva guy was like upset by the way he was portrayed.
0: Or I think no matter how he was portrayed, he would have been upset. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's just gonna be upset no matter what. <laughs> But anyway, uh, yeah, check this
1: movie out. If I had to give it a rating, I'd say it's like a seven point five or something like that. I mean, it's a documentary. It's well made. You know, if you you know that sort of thing, you'll be entertained. I watched it, and the time just breezed right by, and I was totally charmed by all the people in it. And um, it didn't didn't convince me one whit of what they believed to be true, but. It it, it reminded me of, you know, just like the sweet old lady or person in your life that you know that is kind of a little bit kooky, but is so well-meaning and so full of love in her heart that you just can't help but love them. And, you know, just like your eccentric old aunt or uncle or something. And, you know, you love them. They're great. So, yeah, check out this movie, Behind the Curve on Netflix. Daniel, what did you think?
0: Well, I think that you gave it pretty high praise there. Um, I found this to be kind of boring to watch and, and a bit lengthy. I mean, the only thing that really kept my interest was the fact that the guy was somewhat local to us. And you know he was like staring off in the distance at Seattle and well, I shouldn't be able to see those buildings if there's a curve. Right. But, um, I guess, you know, the, the curve wouldn't like obscure the entire building. Cause those buildings are 700 feet high or 800 feet high. And so they would only obscure the like bottom 10 or 20 feet from where he was. And it seemed to be doing that. So I don't know where, <laughs> where he's getting this from, but, um, I mean, I I think it's relatively well done. It's certainly interesting to watch. And it did spark. um, And it's a a cultural thing, right? Like we see people espousing flat earth on Facebook all the time now. And I think a lot of people that I know use it as a filtering mechanism. Now they're like, if you believe this, then I will delete you (laughs) or mute you or whatever. So they're using it as a filtering mechanism. Meanwhile, statists believe in far more dangerous things. Just two cents. Oh, that's true. Yes, far more dangerous things. Like if 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 flat Earth was the worst thing that these people were thinking of or about, um, that that does no harm to me. If they vote and think that we just need one more law or one more tax or one more regulation, and then we'll have like a better life and a better situation, uh, that's that's far more dangerous. So I will agree with you there. But uh, as a uh, as a score, I'm going to get a flat middle of the road five for my score on this. I appreciate that, but it's better than that. <laughs> Appropriate
1: <laughs> score, but you undersole it, sir. Yeah. But if, if, if you, that's the way you feel about it. That's fine.
0: I'm contriving it down a bit. It's probably more like a six, but uh, you know, just for the sake of, it's gotta be a five for me. <laughs> okay. So anyway, that's, that's, uh, that's our summary review. Now, next week, we're going to continue on this path. I don't know why we're on this streak of, Flat Earth dome structures, but we're going to continue down this path into the Truman Show, and we're going to invite a former guest back again. Olaf the Anarcho Viking is going to join us to talk about the Truman Show, the Jim Carrey, the socialist movie uh, that is basically an extension of uh, this whole Flat Earth theory. So I think that's going to be a lot of fun. He's he's a good guy, and uh, we had a lot of uh, engaging conversation with him. What was it called? Outlaw King? That was the episode?
1: Yeah, Uh, he'll be a great guest again.
0: Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that. And then um, I think after that, we might do something with Anarchist Mom or uh, the Patreon supporter who suggested Dodgeball might be available. So um, and, and if it's, you know, whatever one we do next week, then the opposite of those two we'll do the following week. So we're we're planning ahead, everyone. I'm fully least... on
1: board with this. You're fully, it. It. All right. I'm fully on
0: board, Daniel. I like your ideas. All right. I, I got lots of ideas, and, and we're going to get into them in uh, some of the uh, overdrive after this that's available for our Patreon supporters. Uh, so check it out on Patreon. Check it out on Patreon. And also check us out on the Launchpad Media and the show notes page for this episode on Behind the Curve at lastnighters.com slash 65. So I will say good night from last night, everyone.